Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. And now, your main event, introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dye, and Freddie Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, you heard the voice, which means the news is back. Thank you, Alexis, for our headlines, which start right now on Wrestling with Friends, Wrestling with Freddie. There are more promos on Wednesday of Deleting the Elite. This has been referenced now at the commentary table, and we believe they're on their way back. Also, Braun Strowman had a little trouble with a tweet that he made. And also, can you believe that the match between Omas and Braun Strowman wasn't very good? I sure can't. And finally, Logan Paul sacrifices blood, sweat, and tears in the ring as he tears his MCL and possibly ACL at the crown jewel, rendering him out of action for several months to come. This is Wrestling with Freddy. Mr. Jeff died. Good night and farewell. How's it go? What's the what's the send? Oh yeah, what? I I blew the send off again. I only got the send off right once. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I've gotten it. What was it? I don't even remember. Go, oh, good night and good luck. There we go. And good luck. That's a nice thing All to right. wish on the people. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I wish everyone luck. I am doing fantastic, sir. My movie's coming out at the end of this month. Nice. I just finished a big old press junket for it. 
and I'm very tired of talking about myself, and I'm very excited to talk about other people. How are you, sir? I feel good, buddy. You know, it's always this exciting time of year where everyone's favorite wrestling pay-per-view has happened, Crown Jewel. <laughs> We're all living in that sad hangover phase where we know Crown Jewel is as far away as it will be till we get it again next year, you know? Yes, yes. I proudly, and yes, I say this on a wrestling podcast, I say the following with pride. I did not watch a single minute <laughs> of the Crown Jewel, and my life is so much better for it. Even if it was great, I do not believe in it. I think it is a goofy pay-per-view. <laughs> um, but someone here was professional, and his name was Jeff Dye. And uh, we're going to talk about it, sir. How did you like it? I was impressed, actually, which is crazy. And I think it's only, it's because that reverse thing people do, you know, like I've been talking about before. You, when you say they, people, you mean me? <laughs> I just know it in general, like in society, like everybody loves a, a reverse thing. You know, oh, he, he he was a murderer, but he didn't look like a murderer. You know, or he was a, he's a big, strong guy, but he he's so sweet inside or whatever. So I kind of hate Crown Jewel. I think it's going to suck. I'm watching all skeptical and jaded. And I was like, actually, that was pretty cool. And then another thing that happened, I go, oh, that's actually pretty cool. And it felt like, a, felt like an actual pay-per-view to me. It was very, very good. What was your match of the pay-per-view? Well, they did the two Giants thing, which I love, which uh, we can talk you about. You loved it. You are the only human on Earth, but you actually like when giant guys slap man meat against one another, yeah, as, as Biggie would say. What did you like about this match? It just felt old school, very two big titans going. Now, I do. I wouldn't say it's like the best match. I, I'm not saying that at all. I just thought it was, I thought it was good. I think they botched it a little bit because um, Braun only did his move once and almost lost. And it's like, well... We've seen Roman take that move multiple times and, and, and kick out. We've seen Brock take that move. We've seen people be able to take that move more than once. It seemed like a little weird that almost was pinned on it after just one finishing move. But um, other than that, it was just cool to see two big guys going after each other, um, like old school style. But it was definitely not my match of the week or anything. I feel like Braun has to win that and has to look good. I don't know how much equity you have in Omas when you have Braun Strowman on the same roster. Because I don't think both men are necessary. I, and I don't think Omas has the experience or the ability yet to tell a story with a young wrestler, right? He has to be in there with a, with a pro who can help him tell the story. Because he's just so new. Right. But the right guy won. Mr. Strowman, the monster among men. And now hopefully he can move on to maybe not bigger, but better things and get himself back into a, a title picture or at least a story that we care. If he can stay out of trouble, right? You saw that he tweeted something and got in trouble. You mentioned that in the news. He wrote, holy hell, at Giant Omos. So tagging Omos. Can you believe we got 47 stars and reminded the people that no one cares about all these floppy floppers? What does that mean? And he said, Giants and Monster and Management, Flippy Flipper, Bag your groceries at Kroger. But here's the thing. I don't, who is he talking about? What is, what is, okay. So a flippy, flopper. yeah, this was the AEW tweet. So a lot of guys do all the flips off the ropes and all that kind of stuff. And I can see why a big guy would try to crap on that. I will say that this, I definitely, so as much as I always brag about Braun Strowman, I think how cool he is. If he's making fun of high flyers, He's saying flippy floppers aren't. Are you kidding? Those are the two things I love in wrestling. Giant monsters and flippy floppers. You better be one of the two. I think the best matches are when you get a, a flippy flopper against a giant huge guy. Like Shawn Michaels. Sure. Like every good match Batista ever had, Shawn Michaels or Rey Mysterio was on the other side wrestling. Like those are, those are the best. Watching the small guy try to climb the mountain 
and get the crap beat out of him. By the way, this was the main event of Friday Night SmackDown between Gunther or Walter, whatever they call him, um, the Intercontinental Champion and Rey Mysterio. And I thought they told a beautiful story. So I feel those characters are more necessary. I'm not a big fan of like two big guys going at it because there's only so much they can do. I don't think the story can be more than 10 minutes, although I didn't watch this, so I can't talk smack on it. But, uh, you know, he's he's entitled to his weird opinions. And I'm sure I have weird opinions. I look, I know actors who are like Americans for American roles. And I've always been like, well, what does that mean? Shouldn't it be best actor for the job? Like, no, man, it shouldn't be a British guy playing Batman. And there's a part of my brain that's like, okay, well, they'd never, the, the British production company that owns James Bond would never let what they would call a Yankee play James Bond. So then maybe there's something to that. But the rest of me is like, man, who cares? It's all pretend. Like, Batman's not American. He's fake. <laughs> like, he's not yeah. a real guy. Um, let's talk about the main event, which was Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. Now, I'm going to say one thing, and then I'm going to let you go, because I didn't watch the match. I hate that he live-streamed his frog splash. I hate I hate it so much. I hate it so much. And I get that we're all about getting inside now, and, and you should get to feel it with me and all that. I just hate that it was in a world championship match. Maybe if it was on like a Monday Night Raw, that's one thing, but when it's for the title, how serious am I? Well, how serious am I supposed to take it? They're trying to sell that he has a super duper power right hand, but he couldn't even knock out Floyd Mayweather, who weighs 147 pounds. That aside, how <laughs> seriously am I supposed to take your desire for the championship if you're live streaming your frog splash off the top rope? It seems very Logan Paul thing to do, though. It's very on brand. It does. And that's, you know, one of the things that I don't always agree with with, with the Paul brothers. But in this instance, to me, I'm glad I didn't see the match because I probably would have gone cornet and been like, they're killing the business. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm glad I missed that one. I played some football with my son instead. I definitely think uh, Logan can wrestle. I've, I didn't see this match, but I've seen him with The Miz. I've seen him against The Miz, and he, he got better both times. I'm sorry that he's hurt. I hope he gets better. And we're moving on to AEW Dynamite. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have never talked about this wrestler on the podcast, which is Darby Allen. Uh, it's got like a cool, a cool look. The the promos to me don't match the look and don't match the wrestling style. And so that's always been a disconnect for me. But this isn't about Darby. This is about the guy he wrestled against, Jay Lethal. I don't know what they're doing with this guy because he's money on the microphone. So they gave him a manager. Doesn't make sense to me. He's money in the ring. So he never wrestles in like a legit match. Although this was legit because Darby's one of the guys that they've been building on. When Jay Lethal hits his finisher, for those of you who don't know, he runs towards the ropes 
does a forward handspring, and instead of finishing on his feet, his legs hit the ropes, he bounces backwards, goes into a back handspring, and lands what looks like a Stone Cold Stunner or an RKO, basically. When he hits this right, it is damn near the most beautiful finisher in professional wrestling. And he hit it on Darby Allen, and I've never seen it look prettier. It was, it was art. It's like when you watch the Olympics and you see a gymnast do the floor routine and you're just like, yo, how did they, did that girl do three flips? Like what, what the hell? It was so perfect. His body, the form, the technique, Darby standing in the perfect spot, taking the set, like all that was absolutely beautiful. And like Ricky Starks, I don't know why they aren't pushing these guys as singles and pushing them seriously. Both guys can wrestle. Both guys are good on the microphone. And both guys have zero direction in the company. In a week where you know WWE is going to phone it in and you have an opportunity to book beautifully. And I'll give them this. Darby's a real match for Jay, but the rest of the show was just weird to me. Darby Allen, I, well, it's, it's, it's confusing that we haven't talked, him on, talked about him on this podcast much because he is, he's awesome. I really, really like him. Imagine being obsessed with wrestling your whole childhood. All you've ever wanted to be was a pro wrestler. And then you become a really good pro wrestler, even though you're undersized. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's not, he's not like the biggest guy. He's so good. And he's straight edge. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He won't do any of that stuff because he's just so dedicated to wrestling. Even though his character looks like someone who would do drugs or sure, smoke cigarettes sure. or be like a bad guy. And then he gets to pair up with Sting. I mean, could you think of a cooler life than that if you're really really obsessed with with wrestling like that's a pretty cool way to come to to do your do your life yeah it's like an actor booking a Um, movie where robert de niro plays your dad and all you grew up watching was all the robert de niro movies i want to spend a few minutes talking about jade cargo we did last week and again this is one of those things where you know it's going to be a soft week in wwe i thought there'd be a huge opportunity for them to get jade over now granted they have not given her a storyline Okay, so this is on me. My expectation is is my expectation, and it's not their responsibility to meet that. However, the last time that I spoke about the woman that she wrestled, and I think her name is Marina Shafir, we talked about this specific match, and we talked about this girl kind of no-selling her finisher in any way, shape, or form. And I went back to like reference Beth Phoenix, who had the glam slam. It's the same finisher. And every woman that she picked up, their faces directly to camera, they're either screaming, no, or shaking their head, no, doing everything they can to struggle. And I was frustrated that this girl, Marina, was just a robot, no expression on her face whatsoever. She wasn't playing it unconscious. She just looked like she was bored and didn't want to be there. They introduced Jade Cargill. And as always, man, she comes out and she looks like uh, the Greek goddess Athena, or which one was the goddess? She was wisdom. Uh, Ares was the god of, god of war. She's jacked. She's sculpted. Michelangelo created this woman. Everything about her looks perfect. The hair, the makeup, the wardrobe. And again, like I can't say enough good things. It's, it's like watching Scott Steiner in his, in his absolute prime, where you're just like, oh my God, this guy's body is so sick. I wish I looked like that just once. She comes down to the ring. And they introduce her opponent, which is Marina Schaefer. And right away, I'm like, oh, no, I hope, oh, God, I hope something's changed. Now, 
they kill her in the match because they bring out Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero on a live mic who say, we're going to make this match more exciting by doing commentary. And it's terrible. Okay. It, it's absolutely terrible. Even the commentators, I don't know which one it was, but he said, well, I think our jobs are safe. They've never been safer. If I'm Jade at the end of that match, I'm either reading this girl, the riot act, or I'm talking to Tony and having him do it. I'm not trying to rag on this girl, Marina, but either you want to be there or you don't. Either you can do this or you can't. But your sole function in that match is to put the champ over. Sorry, I know that was a long, like, 800-minute no, tirade. I agree 100%. I say stop booking these UFC people. It's not good. Like, they're, they're so used to real fighting where you don't show emotion and you don't show fear. Hey, guess what? This is wrestling. We need you to show emotion and we need you to show fear when because you're telling a story. You're not in an actual fight where you're like, I'm not going to show any of my expressions or my vulnerability. Like, no, or like, they'll, you know, in real fighting, if someone's hurting you, you got to act like it doesn't hurt you because that helps your state of mind with fighting. Well, in wrestling, when you get slammed, you got to sell it. You got to, you know, so it's just, they're doing themselves a great disservice. And there's exceptions. You know, some of these guys were from the UFC are really, really good at, be, at becoming a pro wrestler for sure. Ken Shamrock was money back in the day. I think that they're very terrible at showing expression. I think we don't need any more of these UFC people converting over until they're good, at least until well, they're speaking good. Speaking of a former MMA fighter, and this one actually happens to be great at selling. Um, let's move to Friday Night SmackDown. We're not talking about Monday Night Raw because we talked about it in last week's episode and it sucked. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? 
It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sonia Deville. You're one of your favorites, Sonia Deville. Um, yes. Not of the UFC roster, but a former MMA fighter. Or in a no DQ match, which the people always love. We love no DQs because we can see more violence and tables and chairs. Oh, my. And Liv Morgan's new character, who does not fear pain. She does not embrace pain. She has a sexual attraction to pain. (laughs) And I didn't know if I was going to like this match. And I ended up really, really liking this match. They beat each other's ass with a kendo stick to the point where it broke and splintered into about eight pieces. And those shots for sure do not feel good. And uh, Sonya was taking a beating on it. What are your thoughts on a kendo stick? Historically, I love the kendo stick. Uh, One of my favorite matches, actually, it was the New Day versus the Usos in that bamboo cage where they literally kendo like restrained Xavier Woods on a turnbuckle and then beat his ass with more kendo sticks. I can't get enough of them. (laughs) Now, I will say this growing up, my godfather, those were our training swords. And that was a big part. Kendo training was a big part of like my martial arts training when I was a kid because my godfather collected all these swords and he was sword trained. Always loved them. I know how hard they actually hurt. I know they gimmick there so they don't hurt that bad. 
but I've heard wrestlers talk about a splintered kendo stick and it does not feel good. So I always Ugh. respect when they take those beatings. Cause that it's not, it's not fun, but man, to me, it looks great. Do you not like them or do you love them? I've always been confused by them. In fact, I all admit I've been confused by them till right now. You know, like someone uses a chair, you know, you go, yeah, that's a good wrestling weapon, a chair, a folded chair. Or they use to use a sledgehammer like Triple H who stole it from Mortal Kombat, Shao Kahn. But, you know, these go, I get that. It's a big hammer. That'd hurt people. Tables. Such a respectable pull right there, Jay. <laughs> Thank you. Tables. I get what a table does. You can sit at it or you can throw your <laughs> opponent through it. I like that. But like a kendo stick, I'm like, I've never seen that used. I've seen swords in movies, guns in movies. I've never seen someone pull out a kendo stick in anything other than wrestling. So I had no idea what it was. This match ended with more of her sort of Liv Morgan's new masochist type character. At one point, they were on the ring apron and Sonya Deville's behind her. And it looks like she's trying to suplex her. Now, this spot psychologically wasn't perfect because no, no matter what, Sonya's getting hurt on this, so I don't know why she would want this. But Liv Morgan at a certain point is fighting against it, and they got a great... I, and give credit where it's due. I, I get on them when their cuts and edits are, are crappy at WWE. They had Liv Morgan covered beautifully on this, and at a certain point, she literally just goes, not these words, but just so you can't see what it... She basically shrugs her shoulders and goes, fuck it, and just let's go. And smashes both of them through a table. And the crowd loved it, man. They gave them a, this is awesome. Yeah, I loved the match. I liked when uh, Sonya Deville powerbombed her onto the, onto the all the chairs. I didn't even see that, that was coming, sick man. Yeah, I forgot about it. That was sick. We're going to get to my, not best of the week, because that's that was Ray Ray's match. My favorite talking moment of wrestling this week was Ricochet versus LA Knight. Ricochet comes out first. They cut to commercial, which probably means he said something cool to the audience and maybe is working on his skills. Like you said, Jay Lethal is kind of like a stronger version of Ricochet. He's older, has more experience, but he's much better on the mic than Ricochet. And they're, both their ring work is great. I don't know whose is better. I don't know how to compare that. But as far as the acting goes, Jay is superior to Ricochet. Ricochet gets in his chest a lot, like Shane McMahon gets in his chest a lot because they forget to breathe when they're talking. And I only know that because that used to be one of my habits. Someone who doesn't need to breathe is L.A. Knight. This dude gets introduced out of the commercial break. He's walking to the ring with a mic in his hand, and they don't even cut his music. He's cutting his promo over his entrance music and just slices through the crowd. Calls Again, I love this incel take that he's, that he's hammering people with. It's such a unique promo. No one else is saying it. I don't know if many people would have the guts to go this far, even as a heel, but he's just throwing that term around. And for those of you who don't know what an incel is, it's a whole bunch of angry guys that either asked the pretty girl out and got told a million, got told no a million times, or never had the courage for some reason or another to ask the girl out, but they feel they are owed a woman. And a lot of them hate the fact that Ray was the lead of Star Wars. And they hated that a girl got the Millennium Falcon and not them. So he goes out and just right away is calling all these wrestling fans incels. There's no way you can like him. Like, there's no way. And I'm anti-incel. I, I love LA Knight, obviously. But as far as, like, the story goes, you can't get behind this dude. And he's a total dick. He goes in on the announcer, tells her about how she screwed up last week, where he's from and all this stuff, and just doesn't care. And then out of nowhere, Ricochet just jumps out of the ring and just beats the living shit out of LA Knight until they get back in the ring. 
I love this dude so much. I think he's awesome. I think he legit could be main event material. Not right away, but I legit think he could. What'd you think about the match, dude? I think it's great. Uh, L.A. Knight, quick brag here, came to my house and watched wrestling with me one time in, uh, uh, for my WrestleMania party before he was uh, even a successful wrestler. Why didn't you invite me? Uh, well, you're always invited, but this was before I knew oh. you. He was like a young, young, young guy. He's probably like nine years. Was he wrestling? Was he an actor? And, uh, what was he? He was into wrestling. Yeah, he was really into it, but he was doing like, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know. In comedy, we'd call it like open mics, but like, what is it called when you're like learning wrestling and you're training? And is there a term? He just, you know, he's learning the, he's learning the ropes, man. Learning the ropes. Yeah. And he was going to school and he was, he was doing like these, uh, he had wrestling flyers for the thing that he was doing, but it was like, you know, stuff that, would be very, very local and, you know, would be fun to go to, but it's always on a Saturday night when I'm doing comedy. I saw one at, at, a, at a sportsman's lodge and the ceilings were so low at the end of the show, there was like no like ceiling plates left because so many guys had kicked him out when they went up the top rope. It was crazy. I saw Darby Allen almost hit his head at the comedy store. They put a big ring in the comedy store and they did like one wrestling show there. And Darby Allen almost like scraped his face on the top of the comedy store because he was the only one willing to like jump off the top rope because it was so close and tight. But those house shows are my favorite thing in wrestling. But anyway. Give me a good idea for Darby Allen, by the way. So the Usos are about to break the New Day's record. And there was a really cool promo where the New Day was not having that. And it was one of the the few Mm -hmm. times they've given the New Day something to actually say in the last few weeks. And I totally bought into it. I thought it was awesome. The Usos, by the way, are just killing it on the mic. And they went out there and they cut a promo talking about all the twos and they're the ones. And then here comes the New Day. And Xavier Woods did his kingly hold of the mic where he holds it backwards and uh, said, you're going to go to Crown Jewel. And while we hope you lose, if you don't, when you come back, we got next which was a beautiful way to end that. It's something that they've said in the past. It's something, it's a term that everyone's familiar with, so it's easy to get over. And then here come the brawling brutes from behind to beat the Usos' ass, and it's four on two until the lead of Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, Sami Zayn comes out to save the day. Oh, and this other guy, Solo Sokoa, who did all the work. (laughs) Sami just held on, and then (laughs) Solo beats his shit out of everybody. And then the Usos get back on top, I friggin' love these guys. I got to work with them a little bit when I was there, and they didn't give them much. And I thought, like, I wasn't the only one. I don't want to be like, I'm the only one who knew it. Everybody on the writing team knew the Usos were no joke. We knew they could talk on the mic. You just had to let them be themselves. And, you know, Vince just wasn't about that. If you're Samoan, these are the things you care about, regardless of whether you grew up in America or not. If you're Japanese, these are the things you care about. If you're Mexican, these are the things you care about. And to see where they're at now, and you can tell they have total freedom. Like, you could just tell. They're like, go out there, be yourself, do your thing. These dudes are money on the mic, and they're showing so much range and emotion in scripted bits backstage and in these freestyle promos out front. Like, I just, I love these dudes. I'm so happy for them. I agree. I love the freaking, uh, the ooses. I love what they've been doing on and off. I love that the big bloodline, it seems to be growing. It's just like, it's such a fun thing. Like I said, the same Zane stuff is very funny. The Usi joke is is going to live on for probably a long time. Like I'm seeing so many memes of it. I'm seeing so many. Longer than it should, but yeah, it's going to live for a long time. It feels like one of the jokes that like uh, someone said, like 
you know, on a car ride or yes. someone said like, and got a big pop and they're like, we should do yes. that on camera. Cause they, when they did it on camera, it was very like big, but it was, it's still, it's just cute. I think that's how a lot of the like best ideas doing. come about is wrestlers on the road, just talking and trying to stay awake. And then they're like, yo, that's really good. We should do that. When we get there. Before we wrap up and it's actually my match of the week or moment of the week. There was one bad thing that I saw and I was actually texting you guys while it happened. Um, I never watch NXT. I hate NXT. They ruined NXT. NXT sucks. I said, okay, I'm going to get rid of all that negative energy. It's a Tuesday night, and I'm going to watch some NXT and see how they're doing. Well, before we get to the bad part, let's get to the rough part. This was like watching a, a, a grade school theater production, uh, only not as good. I mean, the blocking is just four people standing in a line. It was two guys, I think two Australian guys, Braun Breaker and someone else. Everyone's just standing in a line across from each other. And everybody's just talking with their face to camera. Like there was nothing organic, good, remotely decent about the. I literally was texting you guys. I, I wish I had my phone right in front of me. But I was like, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny, but it's really funny. Like the way like women loved that movie with Elizabeth Berkeley, Showgirls. Like it was like a guilty pleasure. Like they're like, this movie's friggin' horrible, but I've seen it a hundred times. Like I didn't know if they were going for that or if it was just horribly produced and no one knows what they're doing. And then I saw our truth come out, and I don't know whose fault this is. I don't know if he blew his knee when he jumped out of the ring, or if the guy that's supposed to catch him was just watching and and didn't. I did see I've watched it a few times now. It's hard to watch. And he does catch the top rope a little bit, but a lot of wrestlers catch the top rope or middle rope a little bit, and they still are able to execute this. But R-Truth is going to jump out of the ring onto this guy in a full forward flip. He didn't know lay him, all right? But there was no effort to catch Truth whatsoever. So I don't know if this dude was caught off guard. I don't know if he blew his half of this spot, but R-Truth landed so bad that they legit had to end the match because of a real injury. I heard he blew out his quad. He was grabbing his knee. It looked like he broke his back when he landed. It was so loud and horrible. And that was the last part of NXT. I, I literally had to change the channel. I know our truth. Like I love Ron. He's a good dude. And Ron is just an awesome human being. Like I used to, they would try. I remember this. <laughs> they were coming back from Europe. And Truth didn't travel well, man. It was hard for him to sleep on planes. And he had no rest. And I had a segment with him. And I'm asking everybody, like, where's Truth? Where's Truth? And finally, MVP, uh, he was like, oh, he's in the, the second dressing room because he's, he's catching some Zs. And I was like, man, we got a live segment. And he's like, dude, you got to let him sleep. He'll be ready for it no matter what. Truth sleeps. Okay, 11 to 12. I'm not going to bother him. 11 to 1. I'm like, yo, P, should I go in there? He's like, nah, man, he's out cold. Two o'clock comes. I'm like, I'm sweating, man. So I wait till four o'clock. Okay. I go up to MVP. He's like, just give him till 4.30. He'll be good to go. I go, there's no way I'm giving him until 4.30 to do a seg one where I think it was seg three. So he only has like 25 minutes from showtime to his segment. I go, I can't hang him out to dry like that. He'll get crucified. I'll get in trouble. And MVP's like, just wait. I shit you not. I wait till 4.30. I go in there. He's out cold. Now I got to wake up our truth. It's a dark dressing room. No one else is in it. They're just random suitcases and he's laying on the floor. I don't want to touch him, right? I don't want to like disturb him. So I'm like, hey, uh, hey, truth. It's nothing. Hey, uh, 
truth, truth, man. Truth, wake up, bro. And finally, I have to go up and I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, truth. And he jumps up. He's like, ah. I go, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't mean to wake you up, but the show starts in 30 minutes and you've got a segment. And he smiles at me and he goes, he goes, how long did you let me sleep? I go, I've let you sleep the whole time. You've been asleep since you got here. And he goes, thank you, man. I got you. And he takes the paper and basically didn't look at me. And I'm like, oh, I go, do you want any up? He goes, no, I got it. I'm like, okay. And so I walk out of the room and I'm like, I didn't even tell him like where to stand. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And so I have to get to gorilla position. And right before I go in, I just wait outside and he walks up to me and he goes, Hey man, I got it. And I go, okay. I go, but I got, I got to tell you what to do. And he goes, no, don't even worry about it. I go, no, no, I got it. And he just blows right by me. Not in a disrespectful way, in a very empowering sort of way. And now I have to go and sit next to Vince. They hit Truth's music and he comes out and he's like, people over here, what's up? And he's doing his rap and the crowd's like, yeah. And they're in, he's like, if you feel me, say what's up, what's up? And the crowd's going crazy. And dude goes out there and he cuts every single word, every single word. And I don't mean cut like got rid of it. I mean, cuts it like perfect, perfect. And he's doing his thing and he's on the mic and the crowd is like behind him. This is baby face, our truth. And they're loving it. And Vince is like, God damn, you did great work with him. And I'm sitting there like, I didn't do shit. I woke the man up. Like, I just, I'm an alarm clock here, man. <laughs> I didn't tell him where to stand. I didn't tell him what to do. This guy wasn't supposed to stand on the turnbuckle, but he did. And like the crowd is going crazy and the camera guys know what's up. So they just moved with him. And Vince has given me all this credit. And finally I go, Vince, this is kind of, he's just freestyling. Like I didn't do any of this stuff. And he goes, oh, God damn. <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, all right. And Truth comes back and looks at me and Vince goes, just gives him the nod. And that was like a huge compliment when Vince would do that. And Ron just smiles at me and walks out. And that night, because it was a Monday night, we all got to the hotel for the Tuesday night show. That's when they used to film Friday Night Smackdown. And I'm chilling in my hotel room with MVP, one of the other writers, and Truth comes in. And we're just chilling, kicking back, trying to unwind from from the drive and all that stuff. And I'm looking at this guy, I go, dude, how the hell how the hell did you do that? And he goes, did I do good? And I said, yeah, man, you did good. He goes, he goes, did I remember everything I was supposed to say? I go, yeah. How? He goes, I don't know, man. I didn't even hardly read it. And I was just like, what is going on? So that was kind of (laughs) our truths and my like creative introduction to one another, which was him being awesome. And as crazy as it was a total pro. And so when I saw him hit the deck like that, man, it just it just wrecked me. But shout out to our truth and I hope you get well, brother. I hope you heal up fast, man. Yeah, it was pretty disheartening to watch. You texted about it and then I asked you and Alex if there was like a video of it. And then I, it was actually kind of hard to find. It, it wasn't up for a little while, but then I found it on YouTube and that kid sucks, man. The the kid that was read, Grayson Graves or what? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't know. But he was like, then he grabbed them. He grabbed the microphone afterwards and was like, see that? I just beat a blah, 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 the chant with 20 year old pro, blah, blah, blah. I think he's just trying to save it right at that point. So I don't, I don't want to get on him for that. And I, again, maybe truth caught it and truth wasn't in the right spot. Like I don't want to bury the guy a hundred percent, but man, it looked like he just wasn't there for my dude. It was, it was hard to watch, man. So hard to watch my best of the week. This was a classic wrestling story between a big, huge monster of a man in Gunther, the German wrecking machine. and. The flippy flopper, Rey Mysterio, who is the classic luchador. I love Rey. 
He's one of the best to ever do it. I love this match so much. It was so old school 90s. Every single part about it. Ray did the Eddie shout out. Ray did all his signature moves that you love. They were outside the ring. They were inside the ring. He took a huge beating. The final finish pickup clothesline wasn't the best. But if that's the one part of the match that wasn't like super awesome to watch, I can live with that, man. I love this match. And uh, my eyes were on it the whole time, Jeff. What'd you think? I loved it. I'm, and I stand by your first statement, greatest luchador of all time. There's nobody even close. Also, like you said, we're getting both of the best worlds. When, when you put them in the same thing, you get the flippy floppies and you get, <laughs> and you get the big boys. And that's, that's what we're here for. That's right. Flippy floppies and big boys. Jeff, tell the people where you're going to be this weekend. <laughs> this weekend, I am at Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Come hang out with me. Uh, Desmond Mason, the old Seattle Supersonic, he's going to be there hanging nice. out with me. Good friend of mine. And then uh, Terry Bradshaw will be there this weekend, too. Uh, you- Not sure what show, but come to, come to a show and you'll see. You'll be, you know, maybe you'll be at the one uh, the one you pick. Terry's the best, man. Oklahoma, you're going to be cold as hell. I'm going to be your dad real quick. Dress warm, bring warm clothes, bring a hat, bring gloves. Papa Prince, always here to look out for the people. Thank you guys so much. I have my premiere for my movie. It's coming out November 27th. The soundtrack comes out a week before that. And the girl, Amy Garcia, who's the co-star, my co-star in the film, she sang all those songs and she kills it. So uh, it's going to be on Netflix. It's called Christmas with you. I hope you guys watch it. I hope you dig it. The response I got was super positive, but um, I hope you guys dig it too. But I thank you guys for listening. As always, Jeff Dye, you're the most awesome person in the world. Love you, bro. Love you, buddy. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Wrestling with Friends, Wrestling with Freddy. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddy. Twitter is WWFreddyPod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.